Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, my negative marriage pattern and what I'm learning. Just in case you think I don't have any problems in my marriage and I figured it all out. No, I'm still uh, figuring it out. So I wanted to share some of those lessons with you today. But first, I want to start off with a victory of the week. I'm going to start doing this uh, on the episodes just to let you guys know, like, this stuff works, okay? Building strength, it really does work. So this is Jamie from our Facebook group. He says, well, men, the seemingly impossible has happened. My last post here basically said my wife had chosen to pursue her relationship with the new guy. We'd been separated for a year and a half. I'm proud to update you all and tell you that she has chosen to leave the new guy and work on us again. This past week with her has been amazing. We had a little vacation, some great dates, and the intimacy is back. I am ecstatic. This is the best I've felt in ages. I'm confident that without the teachings and videos from Mike Frazier, thank you very much, Jamie, (laughs) that none of this would be possible. He had a way of explaining things that flipped the switch in my brain, and I couldn't be more appreciative. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Jamie, love it. Thank you for sharing that that win with us. It gives us all that that inspiration to, to keep going. So, Here's the negative pattern that happens in my marriage. So these past couple of weeks, Hero Bands, my wife's business, it's gotten a lot of orders, which has been fantastic. It was a sex trafficking awareness month last month. So that drove a lot of it. There was a video that went out of her on Fight the New Drug. Uh, really awesome. I'm, I'm super proud of her. And so she got really a, a lot of orders, a lot more than usual. <laughs> And she's the only one making them. So, you know, she's been overwhelmed by this, very busy working, you know, 12 hour days here. She's tired. Um, and so, you know, more has fallen on, on me to help around the house. And I've taken that, that on with a better attitude lately, but you know, before not as much, (laughs) but what started happening to me is I started getting into an old and familiar mindset. So I used to live in this mindset all the time in the past. Um, and what I am going to call it is a martyr mentality. Okay. So the thoughts that start coming to mind are, you know, I do so much around here and you don't, right? I deserve more appreciation and attention and affection for the things that I do. And I'm not getting that. I deserve more, right? You prioritize work and the kids over me, you know? So if I do a state fair on those, right? So that's the thought. The situation is my wife's busy, understandably. The thought is all this, right? You don't do much or I do more than you or you're not prioritizing us. Feeling is entitled, upset action is to complain about it is what I ended up doing. The intention is actually to get more attention from her, but it's in a a negative way. And I'll get into that. So the result is maybe I get a little bit more attention for a little while, but really the the relationship gets some damage done. But, But why is this happening? Like what's, what's really going on here that I'm having all these thoughts. So there's a, a great couples therapist called Sue Johnson. And she says that when we feel distance from our, from our wife, from our spouse, you know, we have this fight or flight response that happens inside of us where, um, you know, she says that it's like a life threatening situation. We interpret it that way on a, on a more sort of basic level. If we look at our brain, there's a part of our brain that's more primitive, uh, kind of a lower brain. It's more like, uh, shared with other animals. And then we have the, the upper brain, which is lets us have logic and self-awareness and all of that. So when we have that separation, it's like, uh, it's as if, you know, you're a kid and you, and you lose your mom in the store, right? You, you kind of freak out, you know, there's a lot of uh, fear there. So we have a sort of a similar 
instinctual type reaction uh, when we feel distance from our, from our wife, from our spouse. So, you know, when this happens, you know, she gets busy or she gets feeling more depressed or she gets feeling more anxious, right? I feel this distance and I don't really like that. And so Sue Johnson says, we're typically wired to either fight or flight when we feel that distance. So fight is we try to get our wife back, right? We say, come back. Like, I want you back. Uh, where flight will say, you know, I don't want to hear criticism. So I need to pull away. So me personally, I'm geared more towards that, that fight mode where I try to get her back. You know, I don't like that. I get that fear response. So I'm trying to get her back, but it's in this primitive and immature and weak way, right? I'm, I'm firing from that lower brain. So it's more just like, you know, come back and, and, you know, take care of me basically. (laughs) And and I do that by criticizing her, which is crazy, but that's the, so I'm trying to explain this negative pattern in my marriage. So this has happened many times. It's getting better, but it still pops up. So the other reason I'm sharing this with you guys is our marriage really is outstanding. I love it. I just shared a couple of weeks ago about how great our anniversary was, but it doesn't mean we don't still fall into negative patterns. Sometimes it doesn't mean things are perfect all the time, right? It's about getting these patterns a little bit better over time, building strength a little bit over time. You know, you don't go from doing 10 pushups at a time to a thousand pushups at a time, right? It's 10, then you can do 12 and 15 and 20, right? You build it up slowly. So anyway, coming back to what's going on. So this happens. I feel this distance. Again, this happened many times in our marriage. It happened just this past week. I feel that distance and I go in and start criticizing her. Okay. It's it's crazy because she's already feeling overwhelmed and down. Right. And that's, that's why I'm feeling that distance because she's already feeling that. And then I pile on top of that with my complaints. Guys, I've done this so many times and I'm just, you know, seeing it a lot more clearly now. Uh, So if you're doing something similar, just hopefully you can learn from this too. So why am I doing that? The reason why is that sometimes it actually works for a little bit. And when I say works, what I mean is I get a little bit more attention, affection, and appreciation, right? But what's the cost of that? No, the way that I got it is not going to create the result that I want a more connection, right? It comes at the cost of her feeling even more down right? Feeling even more like she's not measuring up. Um, and me sort of, I don't want to say causing that because, you know, we're all in charge of our own thoughts, right? But I certainly make it more difficult for her to, to feel, uh, you know, like she is appreciated and loved and that I'm on her team and, uh, asking for, for what I want in a positive way, right? I'm not doing it like that. I'm doing it like, Hey, like you're not doing this and I need this. And, and how come you're not, you know, doing this as a wife, right? Complaining. So I weaken the relationship, but I also weaken myself, right? Because I didn't use the tools and skills that I teach you guys, right? I didn't use my spiritual strength of looking at, Hey, what kind of husband do I want to show up as here? Right. And now I, w- I want to explain to you, like I was kind of blinded in the moment, right? I had that fight or flight brain going on. I wasn't really thinking like, Hey, am I showing up as the husband I want to be? I was more like, Hey, I'm not getting attention and I want it. So, you know, I know this works. So this was happening more unconsciously, I think, but again, I'm, I was weakening myself here because I wasn't living up to that, that spiritual goal of the type of husband and man that I want to be. 
Okay. I wasn't managing my own emotions. So I wasn't showing good emotional strength. I was, I was wanting her to manage my emotions for me. So again, that weakens myself and our relationship mentally, right? I wasn't going in. I wasn't doing my state fair models. I wasn't trying to figure out like, what is this? What's going on? Why are these thoughts happening? You know, sitting down, let myself feel those emotions, right? I didn't do that at the time. Um, I didn't use those tools. I wasn't using that skill. So again, that further weakens me and weakens our relationship when I don't do that. Okay. Um, so, you know, those were the, those were the issues. You know, I wasn't living in my strength, wasn't doing that. So here's my biggest insight. When I, when I, me, Mike Frazier, when I start getting into this victim mode, my wife is probably struggling herself. This was a big breakthrough for me. So when I'm feeling neglected and um, like I'm doing everything and all of, all of that, actually, my wife is probably also struggling. I, yeah, this is like a, a big insight for me. Like this is the this is a, a cue. Like instead of me uh, from here on out, when I get into that victim mode, going like, "Oh, my wife's it's my wife's fault, right? She's not taking care of me. She's focusing on other stuff." You know, she's being a bad wife, right? All of that. So it's my cue instead of saying, okay, she needs to change here because, you know, she's not taking care of me. I need to say to myself, okay, like here comes that victim mindset. My wife's probably struggling right now. She's probably got a lot going on. There's probably something, some way that I can serve her, right? Not to say that I don't still ask for things in a positive way, right? Or try to negotiate something that works for both of us because that's a good thing to do and a, a skill that creates a great marriage. But again, just like, wow, big insight. If I am in that martyr mode, my wife is probably struggling also. Okay. So maybe that'll help in your marriage. If you start getting into that mindset, like, oh man, you know, I'm doing so much. My wife doesn't appreciate me. She doesn't care, right? Maybe your wife's struggling too right? Maybe there's some distance there because she's trying to figure some stuff out, right? Or she's stressed with work or with the kids or whatever, right? And maybe you can serve her there instead of going into this victim mindset, okay? So powerful. You know, even that's why I'm saying that, like, it's just such a good realization for that. Instead of that cue being, my wife needs to change, when I get into that victim mode, that cue being, hey, my wife needs some help. Powerful, right? Making that mental switch. So I can think, hey, look, she's probably struggling here too. How can I serve her instead of how can she serve me more? <laughs> right, is what I'm asking in the other in the other uh, situation there. Again, that comes back to that person versus object idea, right? If I'm seeing her as an object, I'm saying, hey, you're supposed to give me attention, appreciation, affection, and you're not. So, like, step it up. You know, give me that. Versus saying, hey, this is a person here. She does care about me. You know. She is a great wife and right now I'm feeling some distance. So what's going on? Like, how can I understand her better? So this approach, it creates more connection instead of less connection. It also requires that I come in with strength instead of with weakness. Okay. So, you know, I, I started getting into this, this mindset more, right? So I, uh, you know, her hands were hurting for making these bands. So I bought her some hand cream. She's getting canker sores. So I brought her some, some numbing medicine for her canker sores. You know, I got into that serving mindset a little bit better. Now, to be a hundred percent honest, I did still get into mosquito mode a little bit with these. Now I was getting better <laughs> as I was realizing this more, but I bought her those. And then she was very thankful. She was very grateful, but then I, I did 
you know, maybe unconsciously, maybe consciously a little bit, expect her then to kind of respond with more connection, which actually she did. Um, but maybe I expected even a little bit more. <laughs> so again, guys, recovering mosquito here. Like I'm not 100% there, but I am much better than I used to be. I'm getting much more insight into it. And that did actually create some more connection for us because she said, hey, like he does care. He's paying attention to what's going on with me. We were able to have some good discussions after that. I was, I was able to give her a head massage, right? Where she, she was having a headache. So I did that because I knew she, you know, she would benefit from that. So I also, you know, I let her des- know my desires for closeness, but from a place of strength, right? So I said, yeah, I would like to be, you know, intimate with you. I would like to be physically close with you. Um, and at first she kind of like <laughs> didn't really want to hear that, but um, it was okay. So that's, that's the big difference. Like I was okay with that because I knew I was coming from a place of strength and really wanting connection and not just wanting her to take care of me, but just like, Hey, I'd like to connect with you. And always like, including sexually, I want to connect with you emotionally and, and mentally. I want to hear what's going on with you. And I want physical to be a part of that too. And I owned that desire, but I also understood like, Hey, you know, she might not be into that right now. And that's okay. It's okay for her not to be into it. And it's okay for me to be into it right? There's nothing wrong with either approach. So I was proud of myself in that, you know, I approached it in a way that really was a place of strength for desiring intimacy for that reason and not for her to manage my emotions or just for physical release sense. Okay. So all of this happened, right? I was able to, to build up much better strength after getting this insight. It just feels so much better. Right? It feels so much better than being in that victim martyr mode saying, hey, wife, take care of me. Hey, I can't take care of myself. Hey, you know, you're not doing enough for me. You know, it's whiny. It's it's super unattractive and it feels awful versus approaching with strength saying, hey, like I feel some distance here. She's probably struggling herself. How can I serve her? Right. And is there a way I can ask for what I want in a positive way? Right. Because really what I was missing was just connection time. So, you know, just having some more time to, to talk during the day because we've both been busy. Um, so just doing it in that way, right? Asking for what you want in a more useful, positive way. <laughs> so what are the strengths required to do this? Okay. So it requires emotional strength, right? I had to pull out of that fight or flight response. I had to name, feel, and deal with my emotions. Say, okay, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling frustrated. Um, So it required that emotional strength to see those feelings, know those feelings, okay? And also emotional strength to support her and express my own desires, right? So I had to go into that mindset of really understanding her better, which requires emotional strength to get in and and really put myself in her shoes more. Um, And also respect for myself to express my own desires. So a lot of emotional strength in, in that. It took mental strength. I had to go through some from some state for models and say, okay, like, what are these thoughts? You know, I know I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling anxious. Let myself feel that. But then let's go back also and figure out, okay, what are the thoughts that are driving that? And then kind of working backwards, what result do I want, which is more connection? What are the actions, intentions, feelings, and thoughts that are going to help me get there? It took spiritual strength, right? I had to remember my big goal, which is to be a strong and a loving husband. That's what I want, you know, and I have control over that. I can do that right? That's, that's what's important to me. It also required sexual strength, right? Express my desire for sexual closeness, again, from a place of wanting all around connection and not just making her take care of me, right? 
And it felt really solid. I felt proud of that desire. That's one of the big things I'm working on lately, uh, personally, is approaching sex in that way. Not after that, I did that interview with uh, Jennifer Finlayson Five. I realized like, hey, there are times where I'm asking for sex and it is just about, uh, it's not about closeness. It's about her managing my emotions or it's about just the physical side of it. So if I approach it that way, yeah, there is something to sort of be ashamed of in a way. But if I approach it from this sense of like, hey, I, I want a sexual connection with you. Like I want that and a mental connection and an emotional connection, like all of it. Like I want you, I want to be connected to you. And I want that to be a part of that, right? It feels good. It feels powerful. And even if she says, you know, not today or whatever, it doesn't really affect me that much because I say, Hey, like I feel great about owning that desire in that way. Now, remember also my wife does have uh, a long history of very difficult sexual abuse. And so it's off and on that she'll be kind of up for that. Right. But what I believe very strongly is that as I continue to show up sexually in that way, that's about connection, she's going to sense that and she's going to know that. She's probably still a little skittish, right? Because I have approached it in a way that was negative and wasn't exactly abusive, but it was close enough to what she'd been through before where people were using her for sex, right? using her for that physical release, using her for a feeling of power, right? And if I'm doing it that same way, right, even if it's less so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to force her or anything, but if it is from that sense of like, Hey, take care of me. And it's not about connection, right? That's a problem because it's going to bring up some of those, those issues for her, uh, more than someone who hasn't gone through that. So for me, it feels so good to just be approaching it from that sense. Like, hey, I want to be close to you. And really knowing that that's true to me. Um, and it might take some time for her to, to really trust that, which makes sense. Right? This is what I tell my guys a lot. You can't ask someone to trust you, right? You have to show, you have to earn that trust. So the more times I approach sex in this way, the more I can earn that trust over time that, yeah, hey, it is about this. And it can be something different than what I've experienced in the past. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I feel like I'm building that strength up. So as a review, okay, if you notice yourself in that martyr mode, see if you're noticing distance between you and your wife. Okay? Practice mental strength. Go through a state fair model. Okay? Practice emotional management. Name, feel, and deal with those emotions. Instead of criticizing her, try to understand what's going on. You know, that's also part of emotional strength. And express your desire for closeness with her, but check that it's a place from strength and knowing her and wanting to connect with her and not for her to manage your emotions for you. Okay, that's place that's coming from a place of weakness versus coming from a place of strength. Hey, I want to serve you. I want to connect with you. I feel distance from you. Um, how can we connect? You know, what's going on? Help me understand. Right? All right, guys. So... I also wanted to let you know that just uh, today, uh, August 10th, and I'm sorry, today's August 11th. <laughs> today, August 11th, and tomorrow, August 12th, I am opening up uh, what I call the Superman System Alpha Group. So what I've noticed over time is that it's really about certain habits that we need to build to build up these strengths. And so I've, I've had the Superman system for a while. People are getting great results from it, but I'm switching it up a little bit so that we really are focusing on one habit a month. We build it with each other. We have accountability to each other. We build up these strengths and get amazing results. So 
I'm looking for 30 guys who are willing to be part of this very initial alpha group. For that very initial alpha group, there's a $500 discount. So head over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com and you can figure out, uh, you can see how to sign up for that. And I will see you there. So stay strong, men, and I'll see you next episode and hopefully in the Superman System Alpha Group. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.